Maybe, just maybe, that's the problem. You don't care. First of all, I don't really believe you. But if you're right, maybe that's the problem after all. Maybe that's why the Los Angeles Lakers ended their season last year with broomsticks escorting them out to Crypto.com Arena. Oh, yeah. It's the NBA season in the house. And wait till you see who's with me. First take. Let's roll. I can already tell it's going to be one of these days. He's on with Kendrick Perkins. Uh, Good to see you, Molly. What up, Big Perk? Big (laughs) Perk. Big Perk, how did we get this? Ah, what up, big boy? Huh? What's you up? In NYC. How it feels good, this? too, Molly. It feels good, it's too. It's so good to have Yeah, right you. by the hotel. I got the, you know, little Italy's pizza that don't close till 4 in the morning. Yeah. Everything good. Yeah. <laughs> pizza at night? You eating pizza after midnight, bro? That's yeah. what we doing? Yeah. Okay, we need to talk about that. Eat pizza any time of day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm what? sure you would, but go ahead. All right. You know, you know how she is. Molly brings... So lunch is That's what she did. Yep, Let's pack go. a lunch. You good? We'll get your mic going. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Ryan Clark's going to be here. Bart Scott. We're going to get into a lot of NFL. Obviously, the game last night. We'll start in the NBA. So we got to see two of the greatest go at it last night in L.A. LeBron James and Kevin Durant. The Lakers beat KD and the Suns. That was without Devin Booker and Bradley Beal by five last night. Meanwhile, LeBron and AD aren't paying any mind to the haters. We don't give a about criticism about AD. We don't care. Nothing bothers us. Nothing. We don't. AD doesn't care. I don't know if guys have figured that out. AD does not care. He's not on social media, so he doesn't see none of the crap. He rarely talks unless it's us. So we don't. We don't give a about it. And he definitely doesn't. Just go out and do his job, and we happy to have AD. All right, Big Perk. First, you want to give me your reaction to the sound, or you want me to just get right to the debate? Get right to it. Okay. Do the right Lakers have an AD problem? You know what, Molly? I've been around for about going on four years around you, and I know you. Yeah. You try to soften me up, come around the table. What's up, big perk? Good to come see on, you. Come on, come on. You know the but love you, is real. The yeah, love. I know, I know, I know okay. that, but I'm talking about the start of the show. Sure. You know I have a problem with mm-hmm. is everybody who have a problem with AD. Sure. Because the Lakers don't have an AD problem. And if you want to go back to the time of last season when they were fighting, mm-hmm. when they, once they made mm-hmm. the trade to get into the play-in tournament, mm-hmm. LeBron James was out. Anthony Davis was arguably the best player in the league the second part of the season. The reason that they got swept against Denver is because Anthony Davis allowed them to even get into the postseason. That's number one. Number two, everybody overreacted. The second half of the Denver Nuggets game. And it pissed me off, Molly. Do you know the Denver Nuggets had the second best record in the league at home last season? You know, over the last five seasons, I believe their record was like 143 and 57 at home. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because of the altitude. And if you haven't played in the altitude, you don't know the toll and the effect that it has on your body in the second half. Now, granted, I know AD could have been better. But think about last night for a second. He had 30 points, 13 rebounds, a force on the defensive side of things. And what happened? LeBron James had to play the entire fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. You know why he had to play the fourth quarter? Because D'Angelo Russell doesn't get it done. When you're a big man, you need someone that's going to be able to set the table to get you easy baskets, easy buckets at the rim, easy pick and pops. 
D'Angelo Russell don't do that. When you look in the bubble, when you when the Lakers won the championship in the bubble, you had Rajon Rondo setting the table for Anthony Davis. Again, Anthony Davis is fine. He's fine. And he has shown us time and time again that he's capable of rising to the occasion and getting things done. Okay. <clears throat> A couple of things. Number one, um, <clears throat> you're wrong um, because – Look at the first of all, I got clips from me talking about when AD brings his A game, he's a top seven player on the planet Earth. He's that gifted. He's that big time. There are expectations that come with greatness, which obviously he has. How would I know this? Not just because I watch the games, not just because I'm studying the game of basketball, but also because people like Kendrick Perkins have come on in the past and have called out AD because you said this is who you are and this is what you can bring to the table. We wouldn't be talking about AD if he couldn't do it. So there's no we're not even going to fall for that okie doke that LeBron set up in terms of criticism. Oh, we're criticizing AD as if we're questioning his greatness. Oh, no, 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 no. We're questioning the absence of consistency in which he puts that greatness on display because we know what he can do. We know there is no excuse when we're talking about Jokic, when we're talking about Giannis, why we should not be talking about Anthony Davis in the same sentence. Anthony Davis is that great. I'm not going to apologize to anybody, whether that's LeBron James, it's Anthony Davis, it's his family, it's his teammates, and anybody in the basketball community for calling him out when you go scoreless in a second half of a season opener to a reigning defending champion who sent you home via sweep, who you talked about, meaning Anthony Davis, not you, who you, Anthony Davis, talked about in the offseason. Me and LeBron have been talking. Oh, they were talking a lot of junk when we were on the court with them. Oh, we can't wait to get them. And then you open the season with an Ofra. Nobody else did that. LeBron James showed they only played 29 minutes, but he was balling. The rest of the team collectively shot 54% in the second half. If Anthony Davis had given you a pulse, the Lakers win that opener, in my mind. That's number one. Number two, let's get statistical here, okay? So we look at Anthony Davis, the inconsistencies, all right? This is a dude that averaged an odd number of games, 28.8 points per game, 58% shooting from the field during last year's playoffs. Even number of games, 16.4 points, 43% shooting. Had four 30-point games in last season's playoffs, but look at the follow-up. Against the Grizzlies, he had 31, 31 points. Next game, he had 12. Another game, 31 points, 16 points. He goes against the Warriors, best play in the series, like Bob Myers pointed out on Countdown the other day. But there was a game he had 30 points. The next game, he had 11. He goes to the Western Conference Finals. He's up against Denver. 40 points in game one. 18 points on 27% shooting in game two. Now, he led everybody in the postseason with 14.1 rebounds. He's going to rebound. He's going to block shots. We know how elite he is. But here's my biggest thing, KP. If Anthony Davis showed up on a night-in, night-out basis, Lakers could win it all. And so when LeBron James is talking, I will remind, and this is my last point. This is why I smiled. I had a big smile on my face when I saw that sound from LeBron James. Nobody cared. You see how great LeBron looks? 21st season, strong, running over people, just a bulldozer, doing his thing, right? Played every minute of the fourth quarter last night, right? That LeBron James. That was the same LeBron James that supposedly contemplated retirement. 
when they had gotten swept by Denver. Yo, KP, I'm not saying this real because I never believed him. I know you did it, but he did say it. We keep the receipts here. That's what he said. What do you think about retiring for? You know why you think about retiring? Even if it's for a millisecond. It's because the dude that you believe in, who's a superstar talent, who we know belongs in the same sentence as Giannis and Jokic when his A game shows up, is so inconsistent that it made LeBron question for a second. Damn, I don't know how much more I could do this. Well, I I don't see how. Because Anthony Davis did help LeBron James win the championship. And during that time, he was putting up Shaq-type numbers. I agree. And number one, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Who's the best player in the league? The best player in the league right now is Jokic. Okay, cool. Jokic gives everybody the business. But I'm not talking about what he gave him offensively. I'm talking about what Anthony Davis gave him. But this is what I'm trying to explain to you, Stephen A. Anthony Davis was playing the what? The five. Yes, sir. Anthony Davis was guarding who? Jokic. Mm-hmm. Do you know the banging and the toll that that takes on your body when a guy is able to have five to That's six? That's what you bring in the No, I'm just keeping it real. No, I'm not saying I'm just keeping I'm it real because, that. listen, this is what Shaq used to always say. You good friends with Shaq calling the next. Yes, sir. He used to say, I know an opponent make a bang with me in the first quarter, the second quarter, in the middle in the third quarter, I got him. Because he's worn down. Shaq was bigger than everybody. Jokic is bigger than AD. Some of this blame has to fall on Darvin Ham. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Everything that you're saying, are you sitting up here on national television, high altitude, Jokic is your opponent, and all that stuff, and taking everything into consideration, along with Anthony Davis' skills and his evident greatness, are you telling me there is an excuse after you get swept and you got to be in that arena for opening night of a ring ceremony that came at your expense? Are you justifying a zero performance in the second half for Anthony Davis as great as he is? I'm justifying that Darvin Ham has to put Anthony Davis in better positions to get easier baskets. That's what I'm justifying. And if you ever played in the altitude, it is nothing to play with in Denver, Colorado. That's why I brought up their home record. And when I think about AD, what happened last year, Molly? You you was watching the games as well, right? Yeah. What happened last year in the, in the postseason? They had to take Anthony Davis. The in-game adjustment, the uh, in-series adjustment was move AD off of Jokic and put Rui Hachimari on him. Yeah. That way he could take the load off. That, wasn't hap- that didn't happen the first game of the season. I'm not say. talking about what Jokic did. I'm talking about going for there's no excuse. Anthony Davis crippled. <sighs> Anthony Davis crippled could give you 10 points. That is utterly ridiculous. You don't have an explanation for that. Y'all can try it all you want to. You can't sit okay. up there and say that. Look, and, and you look at LeBron just Listen, I'm looking at this right here. Wait, I got to pause you for one second before you get into numbers. So you're saying the Lakers have an Anthony Davis problem if I'm looking at the, I'm the say- question I, right I, there. I am saying to you. If the expect if y'all are talking to me about the Lakers making the playoffs, the Lakers don't have a problem. I thought we were talking about championship aspirations. I thought that's what we're talking about. And if we're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers having championship aspirations, I don't call them street clothes because he's injured. You know, miss what it was it? Eighty the total. You know, that both of them together played eighty-seven okay. games together since they won the championship in the bubble. Anthony Davis has missed forty-four percent of his game, one hundred and four out of two hundred and thirty-eight games. LeBron has missed eighty. Wait, I want to get back get to that. the question. But the point, so I, am on the question. I am on the question. Problem they have, AD is they the don't, problem. They, AD is the problem because AD is the solution. AD is the solution. If if Anthony Davis shows up 
And is Anthony Davis consistently, wouldn't you pick them to win it all? Yes and or no? Not against the Denver Nuggets. If Anthony Davis shows up consistently? Not against the Denver Nuggets. Okay. If I had to That's go, fair. That's it, consistent it, on your part. Not, I would. Not real talk because if <laughs> I had to pick and, it, and I had to choose in the seven-game series and I had to say that they were going to guard one another, meaning Jokic right. and Anthony Davis, right. I'm picking the Denver all Nuggets. I, all I said, my question is, if Anthony Davis's A game shows up night in, night out, the Los Angeles Lakers win the chip. The Los Angeles Lakers win the chip. No. You can't, you can't sit Not up here. Year. You can't sit up there Not and look at year. LeBron James Not and talk year. about the GOAT because this dude is absolutely phenomenal. And tell me that the A game of Anthony Davis with the rest of the crew intact can't win the chip. No. They can't. Oh, okay. They we can. disagree. We disagree they with that. Can. They can. They're, they're not better than the Phoenix Suns, and they're not better than the Denver Nuggets. Okay. They're not better than the Boston Celtics, and they're not better than the Milwaukee I, Bucks. I, I, believe, I believe that Anthony Davis with his A game, with the greatness of LeBron James and the team, the chemistry and cohesiveness intact, I'll say this to you. If you want to tell me that Boston or Milwaukee would take them, that's a different conversation. I don't think anybody in the West beats them, and that includes Cle- um, um, Phoenix. Well, we're can talking I, about a championship. Yeah, so championship. win the championship, you got to beat the guys so, in the so East, can too. I, can I ask you a question? What is Anthony Davis' A game? Well, I think his A game is what we saw when he dropped 40. I think his A game is the 14 rebounds that he averaged. I think the A game is his impo- impo- the imposing figure that he is on the defensive side of the floor. I think all of those things come into play. No, but uh, look. You asked a question, I give right. you the answer. This is Last my, word here. We're going to get back into this in the second opinion. hour. Anthony Davis is more valuable what he brings on the defensive end than what he brings offensively. I'm not saying he can't go get you a bucket and say, follow me. But what I'm saying is, is what he brings on the defensive end is way more impactful offensively. Fine. He can get 25 in his Fine. sleep. But if you ask him to be something that he's not, who he has LeBron shown LeBron needs him to be that way because LeBron is in his 21st right. season. And like you said, there are right. other dudes that ain't capable of stepping what up. Guess what? We'll, we'll get into this in the second hour. We had, we had football last night, too. Oh, okay. LeBron and AD scored or assisted on 25 of their 28 points in the fourth last night. Thursday night football, as I just mentioned. The Bills survived against Baker Mayfield and the Bucks 24-18 to improve to 5-3 and three on the season. The Bills had just one turnover last night after committing multiple in each of their last three games. They're 4-0 this season when committing one or zero turnovers compared to 1-3 in games where they have multiple takeaways. Bart Scott is in the building. RC is on your screen shortly. RC, you got me? Got you. There he is. There he is. What's going Their on? brother Noomsi. Um, all right. I'll start with you here, Bart. <laughs> Are you more or less confident in the Bills after what you saw last night? I'm less confident. Um, listen, this is a team that we have high expectations for. This is a team that window opened probably three years ago. We thought this team would be, you know, a mainstay in the AFC Championship. You know, they're asking the quarterback to, 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 to play uh, mistake-free football, but that's not when he's at his best. And I have concerns with this defense. It's not offensively because I know that, you know, at times Josh Allen can take over games, as you saw yesterday with his arm and his feet. But I get concerned this defense isn't the same defense that we saw, and understandably so, right? Matt Milano was probably playing at an all-pro level. Davis White allowed them to play a certain type of uh, coverage and defense. They don't look well playing, you know, man-to-man coverage. 
and we understand what they have ahead of them. They have some matchups, you know, already with three losses. Now they still have to play Miami, which is going to be a lot different now without Milano and without Davis White down in South Beach. They have to play the Philadelphia Eagles. They also have to play the Kansas City Chiefs. They have to figure out how to beat the Jets. You know, I, I have a lot of concern about, you know, maybe they're not going to win this division. Maybe it's Miami's to get, and they're going to be struggling and maybe have to go on a roll early on. And if they get an early exit, you know, it's going to have to be changes because Gabe Davis is going to be a free agent at the end of this year. And, you know, Stephon Diggs and how temperamental he is on the sideline, I don't know if, if he wears guys out like he did in Minnesota, how, how much longer you can keep this together. And Von Miller, the great Von Miller, the closer that they brought in, you know, he maybe only has one or two more years left. RC? Yeah, when you look at this team, when you look at this team, man, you start to, you start to almost get sad. And not necessarily get sad because they play, they play a kid's game for a king's ransom. But it's we knew what they could be. We saw what the ascension looked like. When we watched that AFC championship where Stephon Diggs stays to see the Kansas City Chiefs celebrate, it's because we expected them to be back. And when they got back the next year in the divisional round, it was a shootout for the ages. Josh Allen looked like the best quarterback in the world other than Patrick Mahomes. And so you expected to see that same sort of trajectory for the Buffalo Bills going forward, and you just haven't gotten it. And then now this year when you think things could get rolling like Bart says Tredavious White goes down you don't just replace all pro caliber cornerback play you can't play the same calls it doesn't look the same way you can't lock down Calvin Ridley in London right you can't stop the New York Giants who couldn't run offense if offense was made and created at MetLife Stadium from getting 60 yards and being on your one yard line to win a game where a missed DPI is the only reason you do And then you have a guy like a Matt Jones who in his entire career since he's been there only had one game winning drive and he goes 75 yards on you. So it really doesn't matter to me what Josh Allen does. And last night for three and a half quarters, we saw the good Josh Allen. We saw the Josh Allen that could put the cape on his back, that could spread the football around to whether it's Shakir, whether it's Gabe Davis, now Dalton Kincaid taking Dawson Knox place as the number one tight end, use his legs, James Cook, Latavius Murray. They did all of that, and they scored 24 points. And they had a defense that allowed Baker Mayfield, who couldn't get anything going, right, who they put pressure on the whole night, had no run game to move down the field and score under five minutes, to throw a Hail Mary, and if Chris Godwin sees it, it's probably caught, and we're having a different conversation. I love who the Buffalo Bills were at the beginning of the season. I hate who they were, who they are now. It's like getting in a relationship with somebody. They show you all the great things they are, and then they got comfortable. And when they get comfortable, now they're sitting on your your sofa, scratching their booty and farting. Well, here's the point. Well, first of all, the scratching booty and farting. Okay, okay. That's that's a a new one. That's a new one. Okay, that's number one. No, no, no. I needed a good laugh you know like that, 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 so that, I Especially coming from past the clock. That's, that's very rare. That's very rare. It's Friday. That's, that's neither here nor there. It's Friday for you. But here's the deal. You know, it's interesting that you point that out. I don't know how you can say you liked them at the beginning of the season. They lost at the beginning of the season. New York just opened the season after Aaron Rodgers went down to fourth play into the season. I but you the can like them when you were. Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm just talking about it. I'm just Stephen saying what a. it is. That's what you said. That's what you said. But I got you. I appreciate the clarification. The other thing is this. You pressured. You got about 10 quarterback hits on Baker Mayfield. You, you, you basically you sacked him three times. You held him to four 15 conversions on third down. So I'm looking at it from that perspective, and the defense wasn't awful. 
I, I'm surprised that both of y'all that you missed this or you didn't bring this up because I know y'all well enough to know y'all know it. I'm trying to figure out why the hell y'all didn't mention it. So I'm going to mention it. Although they're undefeated on Thursday night football, Josh Allen, it is six and on Thursday night football. Let me ask y'all this question rhetorically, albeit, you know, when you watch the Buffalo Bills, what's the real problem? The real problem is that they don't resemble that team. Who were those dudes that were going nip and tuck back and forth with Kansas City that lost in that epic divisional yep. playoff game at Kansas City? We've seen them tail off a bit. We know the talent is still there. We know how electrifying Josh Allen could be. We know that Stephon Diggs is that brother. Gabe Davis is no joke. We understand all of that, and we know they've had the injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But I'm shocked that y'all haven't brought up the togetherness factor. When you've got guys, you know, they're engaging in histrionics on the sideline. Their frustrations are evident for the world to see. They don't seem to be on the same page. This is some of the – and then, R.C., you can cover your face all you want to, but here's the reality. Have we not seen them be up and down? One week they, 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 they appear to be, to be that team. And the next week we're looking at them like you just pointed out and saying, what the hell is going on with these guys? Usually, R.C., you would see something like that and you would say, yo – they don't seem to be as together as they should be. You will point that out. I'm trying to figure out why neither one of y'all mentioned that. Why haven't y'all mentioned that? Because well, it doesn't matter. How does it, it not matter? matter? Stephen A. Because I played on a team that won Super Bowls that wasn't together. You told I me. Did it. You, you told I me did it's it. about being together. Stephen A. Stephen A. I went out with the team. Where some of the players on the – well, the defense was like this, right? The defense was jammed okay, tight. Okay, you had that. We ain't fooled with everybody that played offense. We didn't. I, well, but it didn't about. matter. Because as long as they went out and did their jobs, as long as they went out and balled, nobody was tripping. We knew certain dudes act funny. We knew it. It's the same way we go to work now. I don't fool with everybody that work at ESPN. Yeah, but, but you when you put me, me on but, this but, camera, but you're you going to think we me. all rock together you're because that's together. what a team does. Right. Yeah. Stephen A., we keep talking about this Stephon Diggs stuff. All he does is go out and play hard, though. I'm all not he talking does about when that. When Josh Allen looks for him, is gets it to him. This, the team is the team. So, Arthur, are you it's not that me? the team are don't you, get along. It's that are they're you not the me? same team. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that the second things go awry? When you came into the season wondering whether or not we missed opportunities yeah. because Miami's going to come up, because Cincinnati has arrived, Super Bowl, and then an AFC championship mm-hmm. appearance, because we see the level of resistance in the AFC. Are you trying to tell me that if you have a scintilla of doubt compared to what it once was, that's no factor? Nothing? Because that's the not what it is. What you're talking about a team that's together. Yeah, okay. there's doubt. Okay. Just, like, just, everybody, every you you see what's going on around you, Stephen A. Like, you know that. You know that teams have gotten better. You know that when you had an opportunity, you faced Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But you think Josh Allen ever walks into a game and really believes the dude on the other side is better? Do you think that? Hell no. no. But Josh I do Allen think, thinks but he's I the do best think, thing playing quarterback. But I do think there are some people on the team with one another. They start looking at each other the second things go awry, and they're like, yo, I don't know if if, if I can believe in this cat right here. I do believe that exists on the Buffalo Bills, and I think that's a factor. 
Well, that can, that can be a cancer, right, when you got guys start pointing fingers at everybody looking for an excuse while the team are, isn't having success. Right. Right, the whole we, – we've all had players like Stephon Diggs, right, that are emotional, temperamental, that, that, that kind of, you know, pops, right? I played with San Antonio Holmes. You played with San Antonio Holmes. When things are going great, everything yeah. is good. When things go bad, you know, sometimes guys start pointing fingers and you have to live up and deal with it. But you accept them because the talent is so great. But, you know, what happens is now the Buffalo Bills aren't the team that has young ascending players. They, they become an older team. And what happens when you pay your quarterback, you start losing pieces like Edmonds. So when Milano goes down, now you don't have an outstanding backup that can kind of hold the fort down, right? When yeah. Ter Davis White goes down, you don't have a great backup because you've put so many resources on so many players. And that window's closing. It's opening up for other teams who are ascending who have drafted well. To be continued, because we're up against it here. The Bills have the second toughest remaining schedule. Only the Bengals have a more challenging schedule, and they play them next Sunday. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Dak and the boys, fresh off a big win over the Chargers on Monday Night Football, now turn their attention to the Rams. And many are wondering if the Cowboys need to make a trade before Tuesday's deadline. Jerry Jones weighed in with his thoughts. Jerry. I'm by nature uh, active and I'm by nature a risk taker. So uh, don't come by unless you want struck at. <laughs> so we will. We will trade. There's no mistake about it, or we will make a deal. And uh, uh, but um, it's certainly got a uh, a high bar because I like our team. Sa, should Jerry Jones like his team as it is? No, he shouldn't. But uh, you know, I, I don't mind him sticking with them because they're gonna lose. I mean, we understand that. But but I would say this: I remind everybody. I mean, last year the 49ers traded four picks, including the second rounder, to get Christian McCaffrey, and it got them to the NFC Championship game. And one could easily argue they would have been in the Super Bowl had they not lost four quarterbacks in one season, which we had never seen. You also got to remember back in 2018, Jerry Jones acquired Amari Cooper uh, from the Raiders uh, for a first round pick. 
Amari, he only won one game, one playoff game in three and a half seasons, but he accumulated nearly uh, a little over 3,900 yards, if I remember correctly, and 27 touchdowns for the Cowboys. So sometimes making that move will elevate you, and that's something that Jerry Jones needs to take into consideration. All right. Rams at Cowboys Sunday. Cowboys favored by six. Back to the association with Kendrick Perkins. Damian Lillard debuts with 39 points, setting a record for points in the first game with the franchise, including the team's final 11 points in the fourth quarter to help Milwaukee seal a 118-117 victory over the 76ers. Dame, he knows what he signed up for. I've had enough conversations with guys, um, especially with Giannis, where I know I came in knowing what was expected of me. They're encouraging me to be the person to take control and make decisions and, um, you know, decide what's going to happen in those moments. With Dame joining forces with Giannis, the Bucks are the favorites to win the Eastern Conference, slightly ahead of Perk Celtics, Milwaukee and Boston, co-favorites to win the whole thing with the defending champion Nuggets right behind them. Okay, Perk. Did Dame and Giannis show you that they're the team to beat in the East? They didn't have to show me a damn thing, Molly. I already picked them to be the team in the East. I picked them to win the East. Matter of fact, I got them winning the NBA championship. Mm. They check all the boxes. You want the most dominant player in basketball for us finishing at the basket? You have that in Giannis Antetokounmpo. You want to close a guy that could go out there and drop 40 on you and Dame Dollars, you got that as well. You want frontline depth, a guy that could stretch the floor, also anchor defense, a guy that finished second and third in defensive player of the year runners every single year, and Brooke Lopez, you got that as well. You want guys off the bench. Bobby Portis could have won six-man last year. You look at guys like Jay Crowder and Malik and Pat Cunton, and then let's not forget, they have an opportunity right now to slow roll and ease money-making Middleton back into this lineup. They check all the boxes. They are not, they are not missing anything. It's nothing that you can say about the Milwaukee Bucks. They are ready to win the championship now. And not only are they my pick to win the East, but they're my pick to win the NBA championship. I have the Boston Celtics winning it all. And KP, I got to tell you. I watched Dame Dollar last night, and I was like this. I might have to rethink that. This brother is so special. Um, the final 11 points for the Milwaukee Bucks. Him and Giannis were the only Bucks that scored for the last five minutes and 32 seconds in the fourth quarter. This brother, what, what have we been saying? He closes. He closes, you know. And if it were not for Steph Curry, we would be calling him the best shooting point guard on the planet. This brother is something special. He truly, truly is. And and I got to tell you, I can't dispute what you're saying. I'm just going to try to hold on to my pick for the I'm just going to try, okay? Because Dame looking like, Lord have mercy, this brother is just something special. And, and, and I mean, it, it, listen, most bucks by uh, most points by bucks in their debut in, 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 in team history, Eclipsing Terry Cummins and was it 84 or whatever, when he dropped about 34 points. Here's the deal, man. I look at Boston, and here's what I think about. You know, when Milwaukee was at its height, when Middleton was that dude, when they were balling and what have you, Tatum rolled up in there in the game six and dropped 46. I'm thinking about the greatness of Jason Tatum with Jalen Brown. I'm thinking about the, as much as I hate the fact that Marcus Smart isn't there, their blood and guts and what have you. 
Porzingis is 7'3", mm-hmm. who can shoot the three at 37% clip. Who, by the way, can block shots, as the Knicks had to find out the other night, had to be reminded of. That certainly that, that certainly helps, because as much as I like Robert Williams, health was an issue. Yeah. It was a struggle for him to play 50% of his games. So struggle for him to be available come playoff time. Not to say that Porzingis hasn't had his injury issues, but not last year he didn't, when he's averaging nearly 24 points a game. I'm just saying, when I look at the Boston Celtics, and I take into account Tatum and Brown, when you add Drew Holiday, who, by the way, it's, it, it, dare I use the word closet Hall of Famer, like a champion, mm-hmm. an elite defender, mm-hmm. year after year after year. Not that anybody would stop Dane because that's not going to happen. But you look at Drew Holiday and what he brings. You look at Derek White and what he brings. With Tatum, with Brown, with Porzingis, with Al Horford and his experience and leadership as well. I'm just saying it's not beyond the realm of comprehension that the Boston Celtics could win it. But I will say this. They will have to prevent that, we, what we saw last night, from happening in order to do that. And that's going to be a tough task. So I think it's a pick em. I picked Boston. But I got to tell you something. Last night, I was like, damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. 17 points, by the way, in the second quarter. Everybody was acting like, you know, well, every second quarter he put on an explosion. Tell me why you have more confidence in the Bucks than the Celtics. Well, well one, because... The core of the Milwaukee Bucks already proved that they actually can win the championship. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo proved that he could be that dude when it matters the most. Okay. He dropped that what fifty? What was it? Fifty six? Fifty four? Mm-hmm. Peace wing dinner? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Habanero style. Well, you know, all flats right. in the finals. And then when I, just, I, I consider you a drumstick yeah, guy. Yeah. So you the nah, I don't eat drumsticks. Drum and then here's the thing. Okay. I'm all flats. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm all flats. But here's the thing, Molly. Brooke Lopez, I'm telling you, is something about what he brings to the table. Yeah. His ability Gosh. of stretching the floor. Dame hasn't had that much space to operate since Moby Dick was a goldfish. And when he look and he see that lane is wide open, he's attacking the basket, the pick and roll. He's he's sitting up here pulling up for his trade ball. Him and Giannis in the two-man game. Let me explain that to you. Last year, all we talked about, right, in the NBA Finals was the two-man game with Jokic and Murray. Can you imagine that with Dame and Giannis? (laughs) Look, uh, you're right. You're right. Let me tell you something right now. That two man. If it's the last thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get you and Shannon Sharp together, and we're gonna dedicate a show to one liners because nobody beats y'all with the one liners. <laughs> nobody beats y'all with the one liners. We're gonna get a show together. It's just a show dedicated to one liners from you and Shannon. That's number one. I will say this though: when you look at Dame last night, you saw stuff that you just ain't gonna get from Drew Holiday. When he was a Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. as great as he is, you ain't getting that. And this is the thing. This is the greatest thing that I saw last night. Outside of him going 17 for 17 from the free mm-hmm. throw line, by the way, he didn't miss a free yeah. throw, 17 attempts. Outside of that, it was the deference Giannis showed to him. See, that in game one, Giannis, yeah. the great Giannis Antetokounmpo said, here you go. Yeah. Because it's Dane. Trust him. And, and then, and it's, oh, Lord, I mean, I picked Boston. But last night, I... You straddling the I, I was like, It's fluid, I, 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 it's fluid. It's fluid. Yeah, it's fluid. And, you know, I ain't going to even say it's fluid yet because I ain't going to go off that quick. 
But I was like, damn. Well, let me but ask you that, that real quick this before is a we problem. Yeah, and he had 14 in the fourth. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday, his New York Knicks. I think it was yesterday. And Stephen A. had him them third. No. 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 Okay. The, the Philadelphia 76ers are the third best team in the Eastern Conference. Didn't Jay Will also and, have and, them third as well? Yeah, it was that, both that, Stephen A. But, but look, and Will Bond. And Will Bond. But, but I do have right. the, the Knicks making the postseason. Okay. They're going to make the playoffs, and I'm not talking about through the play-in right. tournament. But the right. Philadelphia 76ers, even without James Harden, yeah. they're the third best question, team in the question, in I'm gonna answer. I'm going to answer that right now. But quick question, real hands, quick, quick answer. Did you feel that way before last night? No, I didn't. That's where I'm going. No. That's where I'm going. Before last night, Molly, we were like, yo, Philly got a problem because James Harden is going to be a distraction. Yeah. Joel and B might not want to stay. We don't know, blah, blah, blah. But they fought Milwaukee nip and tuck and – Nick Nurse had them playing in a way that said, we sending the message. Mm -hmm. Look, James Harden, if you ain't here, we going to roll without you. Now, that Philly team last night, we made those assertions before we saw Philly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Based off of the distraction that James Harden has been and seems committed to being. But seeing Philly last night Mm -hmm. perform without him against Milwaukee, where Dame's greatness was required to pull out a one-point victory – if that's the Philadelphia 76ers team we're going to see, well, then we're talking Knicks at fourth yeah. spot instead of the third spot. We'll get into that a little bit later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. 
Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. First take is hitting the road, y'all, and it's a homecoming. My man Shannon Sharp and your boy Stephen A. Smith in the house, headed to an HBCU on Monday, November 6th. First take will be live from Savannah State University as Shannon's alma mater will show us how the Tigers get down. Then on Tuesday, November 7th, remember that day, we're taking the show to my alma mater, Winston-Salem State University, where my Rams will be sure to represent, I can promise you that. So be sure to catch Molly Shannon and your boy, Stephen A., and special guest, of course, for first take, HBCU Homecoming. Hello. <laughs> All right, folks, we're here for you. Our first take fam time for some sportsbooks predictions. Bart, let's get the folks some money heading into the weekend, right? Get some cheese for their taco. All right. Uh, will Lamar Jackson throw for more or less than 232 and a half yards against the Cards? I mean, listen, with the return of uh, Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Mandalorian, uh, Kyler Murray may be coming back. Lamar Jackson's not going to be outstaged. Usually last week he had his best uh, game as a Raven, I believe, throwing the football, three touchdowns, 357. He's finally getting into that groove. I think him and the, and the offensive coordinator are really, you know, hitting the groove right now. You can go ahead and bank that in for more. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Easy answer, yes. Yeah, he's coming off 357 pass yards, season high. All right, Bart, will Patrick Mahomes throw for more or less than 278.5 yards against the Broncos? Against who? <laughs> the Broncos. You're talking, you're talking about this black, it's black Sunday over there. They sell everything must go over there. They, these guys are packing their, their, their game up for uh, vacation, man. Uh, you, you think about Patrick Mahomes. You know, last week, him, Travis Kelsey, he can't be stopped. You know, he's going to go and, and throw for probably – man, he might get carpet tunnel. he's going to throw for so many damn yards. You know, they're going to have to ice that thing down more. He's right. The other defense is sorry. Yeah, and he's coming off a season high, 424 you can, you can, pass you yards. You can lock that one up. Bart, uh, Jalen Hurts, will he throw for more or less than 251 and a half against the Commanders? This is interesting, man, because, like, right now, the Commanders, you know, it, it was so promising. Sam Howell's been hit so many times. You know, it looks like, you know. Sacked 40 times. It's crazy, man. And, and, in eight games. And, and that got to be a lot of Eric the enemy, man, with his um, drop concepts, with his protections, and that's got to be tough. But Jalen Hurts, they missed the opportunity. You know, the first time they played, they had an opportunity to go four for two to try and win. You know, now the, the Eagles won't take them lightly. I think the Eagles play well, and, and Jalen Hurts throws them more. I'm incredibly sad because uh, I think that the way that they struggled as of late, the commanders, yeah. I think it's cost Eric the enemy head coaching consideration. This was his opportunity yeah. to really shine. Um, unless Magic Johnson, Josh Harris, and those boys electrify Ron Rivera and elevate Eric the enemy, the way this offense has looked as of late, I think it's cost him consideration. And Jonathan Allen saying what he said last week, yeah. you, should, you should expect the commanders to be ready for this matchup and for Jalen Hurts to pass around 250 yards, but not more. They better because the commanders, obviously, you got some people in that locker room ticked off for what they're seeing. And yes. he's passed for 275 in his last five. So, so far, easy money on all these guys. Bart, one more for you. Will Saquon Barkley rush for more or less than 69.5 against the Jets? I think less. I think this is a bad matchup from the front of um, you know, the offensive line from the Giants standpoint, I think um, they understand that Saquon is the, is the, you know, it's the straw that stirs the drink. I think they load up that box because they are confident on the outside with Sauce and DJ Reed coming back that they can handle those receivers. Now, Darren Wall is going to be a problem, but I think Saquon gets over 100 yards, but it's just going to be combined with passes as well. I can't wait to see that matchup with him and Quincy Williams, who are probably playing the best middle linebacker than anybody in the league right now. Agreed. That's a giant Sunday, Bart. 
What do you think about my G? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, what, We're what, frenemies right yeah, now. Yeah, well, what do you think of what do you think about my G-men? Jets favored by three. Listen, we we know what's gonna happen. Wink Martindale's gonna blitz Zach Wilson coming out of the bus, right? And, and if they don't have a plan for that, then that's negligence on the um on Nathaniel Hackett's part. But on the flip side, you talk about you know, Evan Neal, who knows? They have a quarterback controversy going on. Tyrod Taylor, everybody wants, you know, everybody loves the backup quarterback. Is usually the most yeah. popular person on the team. It's going to be interesting to see who they decide to start. I don't know if you want to put Daniel Jones out there with an ailing neck against no, that type Tyra of Taylor. relentless um, pass rush. But, you know, you pay a guy $40, $40 million and he, he carries the C. If he's healthy, you put him in the game. Yeah. And I'm not, even, I'm not, even, thinking about the, I'm not even thinking about the Giants. If you're the New York Jets, you shouldn't lose this game. Yeah. Period. But it's a scary game. I understand. I understand. MetLife, same in the same stadium, New York fans, all of that other stuff. But if you're the New York Jets, yeah. the way, based on the three games you won thus far this season, you should not lose to the New York Giants. Yeah, it's really about Tyron they play down. They play down to the competition. Giants have an excuse to lose to anybody. Jets don't. Yeah, but the problem is they found something, right? They just last last week you talk about Evan Neal, Justin Pugh coming off the off the couch. Yeah, he's been an upgrade at, at the tackle position. Evan Neal not playing has been an upgrade mm-hmm. at the position. Mm-hmm. And, and Tyrod Taylor is a guy that's professional, so they're not going to give it to him. I worry about what quarterback's going to make the pivotal mistake. Mm-hmm. I worry about you know Wink Martindale forcing Zach Wilson into turnovers if they stack the box. He's going to blitz some run blitz early downs. I think the Jets going to have to open. It up, you're going to have to throw the ball, but this is a game that you have to win if you're the Jets and you want to be taken seriously, especially in this market. Okay. Giants win, bacon, egg, and cheese on the line. You bring it in. I got you. Okay. Whole wheat, gluten free for you, right? Gluten free. Oh, gotcha. How'd you know? Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 